You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I think it's important enough to make this point that I'm making a separate individual short podcast about it. And the point is about courage right now in the face of this pandemic coupled with the provocation of political ramifications tied to wearing a mask and believing in caution regarding a pandemic that has killed more than 94,000 people in our country right now in the last three months. 30,000 dead a month. People are still talking about the flu. People are still talking about old folks' homes when they don't realize that that's 94,000 dead in three months with everything shut down. I mean, maybe the majority of the deaths are old folks' homes because they didn't have anywhere else to go. And the rest of us were locked up in our homes apart from one another. Maybe uh, when it comes back as strongly and as contagiously as it did uh, this winter, maybe when it comes back in the fall and the winter of the end of this year and we're all out and we're not shut down, a lot more people that aren't in nursing homes will die. It's not as if Nobody under 65 has ever died from this. It's not as if nobody who hasn't had a pre-existing condition didn't die from this. It's not as if a, a healthy, fit, jogging human being with no pre-existing conditions has never died from COVID-19. Or has lived but lost part of their limb or has continued on with permanent lung damage or heart damage as a result of it. Maybe some of you need to read more about what this virus is actually doing to people physically who catch it. And yes, while it is true that the majority of senior citizens who have to go on a ventilator never get off of it and die, it is also true that a majority of people who go on a ventilator of any age never get off of it and die. And it's also true that a majority of the people who are young and fit and healthy who get it and survive it tell you that it's one of the worst illnesses they've ever had in their entire life, if not the worst. And it's also true that we don't know what this illness is. It isn't just a bug or the cold, or flu. It literally is a new strain. And if if you have any appreciation for the, the art, the craftsmanship, the hard work that any of us do in a particular field, like for example, let's take the first responders or our troops that sign up for the military. We know 
we have to adore them and worship them and thank them because they sacrifice their lives for our safety and our well-being. And we couldn't begin to fathom the effort and preparation that they put into being able to work up the courage to go on the front lines and risk their lives to save us so that we don't have to die. We don't question what they know about firing a weapon or using a fire hose or climbing a ladder or racing in a police car. We don't question their skills when they do these functions that everyone in the country acknowledges are impressive and worthy of thanks. Think now to the people who study diseases and understand the various nuances that actually exist between one virus to another. This virus maybe affects the respiratory system. That may be more the heart. This virus may be more the brain. This maybe goes to the musculoskeletal system and weakens your limbs. They understand the various forms of viruses. They know that the coronavirus, I believe it's strain seven. I, it's been three months since I read the initial email I got from the CDC where I work on this virus, but I think it's the seventh coronavirus strain. So they have some understanding of coronavirus, but try to think for just a second about these people, like the first responders, like the police. This is all they do. They study diseases they understand the nuances. And they're telling you who don't know shit about that subject matter any more than you know about climbing a ladder or firing a gun. And if you know about firing a gun, you don't know how to fire it as a police officer because you ain't one. And if you are, you don't know how to fire it in a crisis, unless you've been in one. Think about how you can go down step by step to the minute detail of the kind of experience and learning and practice it takes to have a specific area of knowledge. Transfer that same respect that we give to the police, to the first responders, to the troops. Take that and transfer it to the intellects to those who read and study and learn about diseases. And these people are telling you, we are learning more and more about this particular strain of the coronavirus each and every day. They continue to tell us, we don't know, but here's a new study. Here's something else we think we are beginning to understand. And just as it's going to take time, to develop the vaccine against this virus, it's going to take time for them to understand exactly how this virus, virus is transmitted, how it affects us, and who's most vulnerable and how deadly it is and why. And since the scientists who specialize in this area, who you surely must now, after I've explained this to you, recognize, deserve, at least the same or similar kind of respect that you, I'm sure, give to the troops. 
and to the first responders, right? And we're all talking about the same thing here. They're all saving lives. Just like the first responders and the troops, the scientists are trying to save lives. They study this area in order to devise ways to prevent it, these diseases from killing us. Surely you must acknowledge then they know way more than you about a specific subject matter. And these people are telling you, we don't know enough. They who know way more than you, way more than you. They who are akin to a first responder who put their life on the line in a way you never have. They're telling you, we don't know enough about the coronavirus. We don't know. And you're going to say, in response to that, I ain't wearing a mask. It's a lie. I don't care. It's about politics. It's just the old folks' homes. It's just the fat people. I'll be fine as long as I hang around my friends or people I know and they're not sick. I'll get sick and I'll get over it. It's not that big of a deal. Maybe I'll just work through it and not even tell anyone. All of these people who spend their lives studying this particular subject matter are telling you to put a mask on your fucking face. They're telling you to distance yourself from people. They are. If you say they don't agree on all this, you're listening to the morons. Listen, they do agree on it. It's kind of like the electoral college versus the popular vote. When you say they don't agree, are you listening to the... 3% of the people. Are you listening to the 6,000 votes for Michigan that turned that state? Are you listening to the majority of the country? Are you listening to the people that actually study in an area on the whole? Are you listening to a few who are backing a particular result? Are you listening to people who are results-oriented because they have political affiliations? Are you listening to the majority which is to say, I'm going to open my mind to what all of these people are saying. Because if you're listening to all of the people, it's not close. There's no competition. So in the face of the truth that you should have a mask on your face when you go out into the world, in America, oh my God, what are we, Tokyo? What are we, you know, China? Who are we? We're not, we're not like those people. What are we, a third world nation? That's what someone dumb would think, that those nations are third world. What are we? We're superior. Well, maybe even you, the brave-hearted, smart, science-oriented, respectful person who wants to do the right thing, maybe even you need to hear, don't be bullied. Don't be afraid. Have courage. There was a cool song on the very first album by the band Kitchens of Distinction called Courage, Mother. Courage, comma, Mother. I never figured out. I never looked up the lyrics. Was it motherfucker? Or was it actually his mother? I don't know. Was it courage, you mother? Or was it courage, mom? I don't know. 
But it was Courage, Mother. I like the title. And um, I think that that's what we all need. Courage, brother. Courage, sister. Courage, mother. Courage, father. I think, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we are faced with a challenge to our belief system here, to our, to our sanity, to our reason. We're looking at everything, and we see the numbers. We see the reality of the death and the contagion. And while we, we, we recognize as intellectuals, as smart people, as sensitive people, that um, there are a lot of people recovering from this virus, we certainly don't want it. And more importantly, we, if we have any kind of reason or heart to us, any empathy at all, and any kind of logic to our thinking, we recognize we could get it, survive from it, but give it because it's highly contagious. And nobody, nobody refutes the scientific fact that this disease is highly contagious. Not even Donald Trump. Because everybody in the West Wing of the White House, you know, was being tested every day and Pence's press secretary still got it and a driver for him still got it. It still infected the West Wing, even with the whole West Wing getting tested on the regulars. So, look, nobody, nobody internationally, nobody as stupid, as stupid as the non-mask-wearing, paranoid, delusional, anti-democratic, whatever they want to call themselves, non-mask-wearing fools are, they still acknowledge it's a highly contagious flu. They might call it a flu, but they know, yeah, yeah, it's really contagious. I, I get that I, I get that I can get it. I get that I could transfer it. I get that it's out there. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, they get it all. They get it. They got it. Get it, got it good. So they don't they don't challenge that fact. So okay, okay, listen, listen, you 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 fucking dummies, you fucking morons, you motherfuckers. Listen up for one second. Just just shut the fuck. Just close it. Close the trap and listen up. Since you fucking acknowledge that is highly contagious and you could fucking get it by sneezing, by coughing, by talking. Since you know, you don't know how you can get it. Since you acknowledge it's spread out over the whole fucking world. Look at the numbers of the whole fucking world. There's, a, there's so many millions of cases over the fucking world. You know it's this thing spreading like wildfire. Your argument, the only argument you got is to say, well, it ain't going to kill me because I ain't fucking in an old folks home. You know, I ain't coughing. I ain't limping. I'm not fucking obese. I'm not fucking, I'm a, look at Bill Ma. I'm Bill Ma. I can climb a fucking tree. I could climb Bill Ma, my motherfucker. I might have a nose like a fucking witch and losing my hair faster than fucking, you know, Indian people or Chinese people lose their fucking shoes in a restaurant. Japanese. I guess it's actually Japanese, but, <laughs> but I'm fucking Bill Ma. I ain't going to fucking die from this thing. So, you know, I wanna, let's open up. Let's. I need to do comedy shows. I'm a little worried about my bank account. Let's open this thing up. Maybe I get it, but I bet you I survive, you know, because, you know, it's not that, it's very, very contagious. Yeah, 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 I get it, I get it, but it ain't going to kill me, it ain't going to kill me. Okay, so even even as you say that, I want to ask you, just just think for one second, please, will you? Oh, mama mia, will you please, will you please just consider, will you consider the fact that, 
The scientists don't know. The stats add up to maybe, maybe, but they don't know what it's going to do to you when you get it. You don't know. But more importantly, once you get it, when did you get it? Yesterday? Five days ago? Seven days ago? Maybe two weeks ago? Maybe you're one of the 25% as high as, they've estimated, the scientists, as high as 25% of the people that have gotten this never got any symptoms. They were tested. They have it. They're carrier. They are carrying this virus, and they don't know it. Some of them have a little bit of a sense of smell loss, Some they can't taste. Some have nothing. And they never get anything. Guess what they did get, though? The virus. And guess what they can transfer to a grandmother or grandfather or an old neighborly friend or an uncle of a sister's brother or an old guy working in retirement to make a few extra bucks at the local store. Guess what they can transfer? The virus. Even though they think they're healthy and they don't know they have it, they can pass it on. Now, these these first responders, these troops, these police officers... These scientists who have studied this disease, all who've studied all diseases all their lives and have studied this disease, they're telling you that. Are you listening to them? They're telling you, you could have this virus now and not know it. And just because you don't have symptoms and you may never get them, You can transfer this virus anyway. You can transfer it. And just because you're young and healthy and not in an old folks home and may never get sick from it and may never die from it, you can transfer it to someone who will die from it, who will meet someone in an old folks home. Who will meet someone who meets someone who's in an old folks home. Who will meet someone who meets someone who isn't in a home, but has a pre-existing condition that makes him vulnerable. So think about it this way. You, Bill Maher, might feel invulnerable, even though you're 60 fucking four. You might feel like somehow you're incapable of being slayed by this non-deadly 6% death rate in the United States virus. But imagine that you pick it up, get slightly sick, don't know you have it, never get tested or get no sick at all, and pass it on. Why? Because you didn't wear a mask, because you didn't stay home, because you didn't socially distance when you weren't home, because you got too cocky, because you didn't listen 
to the scientific first responders because you didn't give a shit about what the people who read and studied and know viruses told you about this virus. Because when they told you, we're not sure yet, we don't know yet, you who don't read half or a 50 millionth of the shit these people have read about viruses in general, you know, you know what they don't know. You know you won't get it. You know if you get it, you're going to be fine. Even though they tell you, you might not know when you get it. And if you get it, you can pass it on to someone else who might die from it, even if you live from it. You're going to say, I know better than you. Because I'm a last responder. I'm a non-troop. I'm a loser. I'm a leech on society. I'm talking to you, Bill Maher. I'm a leech. I want your money. I want your praise. I want your attention, your adulation. I want the celebrity. But I don't want to have to do what it takes to actually give respect to people who know more than me. I don't have the courage to do the right thing in the face of shame, embarrassment, vanity, ego, it's embarrassing to wear a mask. It's, I don't like losing money. I don't want to stay home. I'm bored. What are we really talking about here? We're talking about weakness. People are lazy. They're bored easily. They're weak. They have vanity. They don't want to look silly. Hey, it's quite possible. Ben Roethlisberger didn't wear a mask. Because he doesn't believe in the virus. His friend, the barber, didn't wear a mask because he didn't want to make Ben feel weird. His friends that were there videotaping it, they didn't wear a mask because he's Ben Roethlisberger and they were just honored to be in his presence and they didn't want to make the whole environment feel uncomfortable by wearing masks, by implying that getting a haircut in violation of the governor's order was somehow a violation of anything. They wanted to pretend it was all okay. So maybe none of them were really making a statement. Maybe all of them were just afraid. Maybe all of them were just chicken shits. Maybe they had no courage. So what I'm advising you and all your friends and all your family to do from this moment on is when you think about the virus, think about courage. When you think about how you're going to react to knowledge of this pandemic, to the many deaths that have in fact occurred, to the very real fact that everybody agrees upon, which is it's highly contagious. It's spreading like wildfire throughout the world. And we're hopeful that it's slowing down as the weather warms. We're hopeful that we've laid low long enough to let it blow over us. We're hopeful that it makes no massive return in the fall. I'm extremely hopeful of all of those things. And frankly, I'm, I'm going to start believing in those things. But you know what else I'm not going to do? Be a wimp. Have no courage. When I go out, I'm going to wear a mask because I don't care if people mock me, belittle me, call me names, 
think that my mask is a political statement. I don't care that other people are too vain to wear a mask. I'm not. I don't care if other people think that wearing a mask is a sign of weakness. I don't think it is. I don't care if other people aren't thoughtful enough of me to wear a mask. I'm going to be thoughtful enough of them to wear a mask. I don't care that I'm going to feel ostracized by having a mask on. I want to do the right thing. And if I'm the only one in the room with a mask on, and I believe it's the right thing to wear that mask, guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to take it off. I will be the last guy in the room with a mask on until I believe through my reading and awareness and intelligence that it's time to take it off. That the people who I trust, who know way more than me about diseases, said it's okay. When I understand and believe that it's okay to take it off, I'll take it off. But until then, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. And I'm going to look at it as a badge of courage. You remember how Trump said it was a badge of honor? He said it was a badge of honor that we have more positive cases than any other country in the world. Because he spun it like, well, you can't have positive cases unless you tested the most. We've performed more tests than anyone. That's why we have more cases than anyone. It's a badge of honor. Okay, that twisted sick logic makes no sense because imagine all the people they haven't tested that have it. You know, when you when you test more and you get way more, well, maybe you gotta test even more. And you and if you look at and here's the other thing, the per capita testing is way down from other nations. So testing per population and yet you lead the world, even though your testing per population is not leading the world, that's a bad sign. But here it comes to courage. With respect to courage, I'm going to keep wearing the mask. No matter what everyone else around me says, that's a real batch of courage. That's a badge of honor. The mask. I mean, honestly, if you're looking for what is the badge of honor? What is the sign of courage? Is it not wearing the mask and proclaiming that the virus isn't real? Or is it wearing the mask and having the humility to face potential degradation and scorn from those bullies who don't have the courage to wear the mask. All you have to do is think of when you were back in high school or middle school or when you, you know, just look at the movies they make about bullies. Look at the uh, Back to the Future. What was the guy, Biff? The way he makes fun of, of uh, you know, the, the father of, uh, of the kid when he goes back in time and Biff is beating up and bullying his dad and getting him to do his homework. Some of us lived through that on the bus in school, etc. We know what it's like to be bullied. And instead of worrying about it, we got courage. And we decided, uh-uh, no more. 
I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to do what I think is right, and I'm going to stand up for what, you know, I'm, if I'm different from you, good. It only means that I uh, have thought more than you, have read more than you, probably know more than you, because the vast majority of people don't think enough or read enough or understand enough. So if we disagree, good. That means I'm on the right track. It's like Winston Churchill said, if you have enemies, good. That means you, you stood up for something. And that's the way I feel about courage. If people are bullying you, shaming you, if you feel awkward, good. It means you're standing up for something. Don't back down in the face of people who don't understand or respect science, the people who don't read or know or care about, you know, they'll respect the troops, they'll respect first responders, but they won't respect people who study diseases for a living and have done so for years. Why? Why? Why is it so much easier in this country to respect the gun or the hose, a phallic symbol, more so than respecting the brain, the intellect, the ability to read and understand? Why do we feel so easily bullied by physical might and brutality? And yet we're so want to stand up for something that's more insightful, more compassionate. And frankly, in the case of this pandemic, more realistic, more real, more true, more proven, which is, it's out there still, folks. And it's highly contagious. And whether or not you die from it, you don't want to get it. And whether or not you die from it, if you do get it, you can pass it on to people who will die from it. So what's it cost you to wear a mask? What's it cost you to listen to the people who know way more than you about this subject matter? What's it matter? What's it matter to you? What's your issue here? What's your problem? Too afraid? Are you a wussy? Are you a chicken? Why are you too scared to put a mask on? You feel you look so, you look all what, homo? You think you look all girlified in your mask? <laughs> look at the guy over there in his mask. He, he looks cool. Oh, look at that guy over there without a mask. What a fucking girly faced Fucking loser. No mask on. What's he fucking trying to be? Macho guy. Look at him trying to be big man. Big man on campus. No mask. I know all this stuff. Look at me. Look at me. What are you coughing? I think I just heard you cough. Well, go home to your family. Wish them wish well without your mask. I hope you don't infect them all, kill them all. But, I mean, I'm sure you know that you won't. I'm sure you know everything because you're so fucking smart. You know everything because you're so fucking smart, but you're not brave enough. You're not brave enough to put a piece of cloth over your face. I don't get it. I don't understand the fear. Either to wear it or not to wear it. To me, there's no... 
debate. When I talk about courage, I'm talking about reason to me. To me, I'm saying there is only one decision. It's to have the courage to do the right thing in the face of bullies, in the face of fear, in the face of intimidation. Just do the right thing. That's all. We don't know enough about this virus yet. The only thing we do know is it's highly contagious and you could spread it. Put a mask on. Be safe. Do the right thing. Love your fellow man. Love yourself and be safe. That's all. Stay home as much as possible. Socially distance and be safe. You can sacrifice. Trust me. Trust me on this one. You can sacrifice a few more months of your life to have many more years. Think about the sadness. We're going to reopen. We are reopening. Maybe it will only be old people, more old people in homes who die. But think of how many of them are going to get it now because we're reopening. And they're going to die from it because we reopen. And think about the 10 to 20 more years they could have lived if we had just been patient enough and courageous enough to stand up against the pressures of the economy and our crazy president and the bullies in our society who are vain and insecure and don't believe in the reality of death. We've, we've allowed ourselves to be bullied by all of them, to go back out there, think of all the lives that are going to be lost that would have been here in 2030 and 2040 but they're going to go away in 2020 because we didn't have the courage to do the right thing I think it's sad I think it's a very very sad thought and it's a very true one put on your mask I love you. Yabba da boop